Welcome to the Allegory of Spots podcast series. Thanks for joining. In each episode, we introduce a new spot. We talk about how spots hinder our progression mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, and how to overcome any spot that may be holding you back. As you begin to move and apply the things you learn, you'll start to see weaknesses become strengths, and you'll begin to see and feel greater light come into your lives. This episode of the Spots Allegory is for the word popularity. Hello, I am Lisa. The word brings to mind acceptance, acclaim, fame. You have a following. Do you know what is popular right now? What is popular and who is popular? If I could hear your response, perhaps you would say what is, quote, trending. Because you have seen it on a news media or social media feed. Popularity is defined as the state or condition of being liked, admired, or supported by many people. So how is popularity a spot? If you have this spot popularity, perhaps it is really important. It is absolutely essential for you to be popular at work, or school, or in church, or wherever people gather in groups even to the point that you compromise who you are, your integrity. The spot popularity is when so-called, quote, cool people make others feel less than they are. They want and take to gain advantage over someone else. In these social settings, people can feel like they are either in the in group or they feel and know that they are not. They are outside looking in. They feel less than, not good enough, left out. If you believe in the way Jesus taught to treat others, then everyone is in the in-group. There is no need to exclude or make someone feel not wanted, not accepted, not cool. When you are a follower of Christ, there is no interest in living according to the world's standards or what is popular, nor is there a desire to impress others, nor a need to be better than others. These scriptures in the New Testament testify that people will influence us righteously or not, and ask, do we want to be transformed to a higher understanding if we follow God's will? In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? From Romans chapter 12, verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Who and what is popular right now? Who and what is trying to win your hearts and control you? Is it popular to love God? In our world, no. It is Satan, the devil, who is popular. It is Lucifer. He comes by way of craving, greed, longing, gathering in secret groups to get gain over others. These evil spots steal you away from God, cause hurt feelings, discouragement, which is unbelief. 
Satan now has you because unbelief, any small part of unbelief, will be the downfall of you. If statements like, there is no God, are uttered in our hearts, our disbelief is shown by our choices and actions. When you stop believing in God, light goes away. It is that simple. Be perfect in your efforts to be like Christ. Follow his example of seeking out those who stand in need. Include everyone. Do you think God uses the word popular in his vocabulary? That could not be possible. There is a place for everyone in God's kingdom. This is taught beautifully in the New Testament. This is taught beautifully in Luke chapter 12, verses 31 through 34. But rather seek ye the kingdom of God, and all things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell that ye have, and give alms. Provide yourselves bags which wax not old, a treasure in the heavens that faileth not, where no thief approacheth, neither moth corrupteth. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Let's focus on the comforting statement that it is our Father in heaven's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Everyone is invited to seek, and all things will be added unto you. At the end of each episode, you'll hear us repeat the steps on how to remove your spots. It's simple. There are four steps in the process. Number one, start by making a comprehensive list of all the things in your life that you need to get rid of, or repent of, or even be healed from. You'll know when your list is complete, when you feel you've included all the items that come to mind. Number two, take an inventory of what you're feeding your spirit. Because what you feed your spirit is what feeds your flesh. Your body will follow your spirit. Number three, now that you've identified the spots, let's get rid of them or cast them off. And here's how you do that. Present your list to God through prayer. Ask Him for help. Ask Him to remove your spots, to literally take them from you. Ask God to remove and offload all your burdens, your stresses, and your concerns. Stop trying to carry them alone. They weren't meant for you to carry. And number four, once you've finished steps one through three, it's time to start the process again. Only this time, dig a little deeper into your soul, searching out even the smallest of spots you might have overlooked or not even recognized. Ask God to reveal them. He has a way of bringing them to the surface. And finally, continue these steps until you've completely cleansed yourselves of any and all spots. Then move forward day by day using the atonement of Jesus Christ to keep yourself unspotted.